Welcome to Essentially You, the podcast designed to help you build a meaningful career and a satisfying life through applied positive psychology and coaching. Together, we will gain clarity, strengthen our mindsets by examining our thinking and finding the freedom to thrive. Welcome to the show. Zig Ziglar once said, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. (laughs) Isn't that good? That's rich. Double click on that one. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how we can use the Aloha framework of well-being to get the start we need so that we can live the life we want. Welcome to the show. Okay, I have a confession to make. I have a confession to make, and I think we need to get this out there. I want it all. That's my confession. I want it all, especially when it comes to whole health. I want it all, but not just for me. I want it all for you too and the people I get to serve as leaders. Now, let me define it a little bit because you probably have a few questions popping around your head. Mark, like, what does it mean to want it all? Well, let me tell you what it means to me. I want to have a strong marriage. And I want to be the very best executive I can be. As a matter of fact, I want to be better than any executive in the country. I want a legacy that outlives me while I'm building a successful career. I want to be a thought leader, an author, a podcaster. I want to have health. I want to be healthy. I want to be an excellent cook, a Disney aficionado. I want to be a valuable coach to people. I want to have authentic faith and be a great dad. And by the way, here's where the things all break down. I also want a beautifully green lawn. Now, one of the things that I've learned, especially as we've kind of lived through a pandemic, is people like me and maybe like you who want it all often tend to have these five characteristics pop up. Uh, At this time, at one point in my life, I felt overcommitted. I just simply had too much going on. I felt tired. So my energy level was depleted to a point where I was like working from a glass half full and giving out of the reserves of my energy level. I felt rushed in everything I did. And by the way, when I felt rushed, that meant I put out just good or average results. My life was hectic and the way hecticness showed up in me was inner anxiety just kind of bubbled up and I was like anxious all the time. I mean, I started to be anxious about being anxious. And then I was unfocused, and that caused my brain to be like popcorn brain. I was all over. Now, as an experienced manager, someone who understands the value of experience, both measuring it, how people think and feel about their work, how people think and feel about their life. See, I'm not just a coach. I'm an XM specialist. And that caused a larger question with myself and my team. What do our associates want? Do they reflect on this? Can they understand this? I want it all. So we did like most experienced teams do. We started listening. We set up feedback loops and started really getting the feedback from our associates. And some of the things we found out, especially post-pandemic, was like our associates wanted hybrid options for work. They wanted to be in the office when they wanted to be in the office and out of the office when they wanted to be out of the office. They wanted ultimate flexibility. Many wanted just to work from home. Everyone wants work-life balance. They want to be promoted, get paid more. They want equal pay for everybody. They want opportunities to do meaningful work with that's highly respected. They wanted personalized coaching, make trusted friends at work, even though we were disconnected in a hybrid situation. They wanted to be healthy, especially emotionally and mentally and physically. 
They wanted time off and work that was filled with meaning and purpose. And well, guess what it sounded like? When we got done talking to our associates and hearing what they wanted, I realized that I wasn't the only one, that we have an entire generation and world who wants it all. But sometimes I don't think we can deliver it all. So I tried to wrap my mind around how do we help satisfy this? How do I get it all? And how do I help others who I care for and who I lead have it all? And I came up with this term, whole health. Whole health is exactly having it all. It's when we can be completely healthy from the inside out, both in our work and our life. Now, what we know from Qualtrics is that when employees feel like they have a good work-life balance, 63% of them are more willing to go above and beyond for their organization. And I tell you that not because our purpose of an organization is to drive better work. It's to drive meaning and have it at all. And to have it all, we have to have the results. And we get the results when people are highly engaged. That's just the way it is. So it's not like driving more work and putting people in position to give more, but it is putting people in position to want to give more. And that is a critical distinction in the process of this. And so we recognize that there are traditional ways that we go about doing this, things like benefits and perks, company expectations, you know, equity in the workplace, workplace norms, rules, policies. But then there's the non-traditional ways. And that's where culture comes in. And culture is one of the most vital and important elements of an organization. Do you believe that what you believe is really real? If you believe people are important and you don't tend to the culture and you don't have a robust experience like team looking at what it's going to take, then you're going to miss out on a few golden opportunities. But how to have well-being in your life is key component or this whole health to creating a vibrant and healthy culture. Now, this was the start of it. Think 2021, post-pandemic, team and I sitting around saying, how do we bring this in? I went to the places I know the best, which is positive psychology, and I started doing the research. I researched Marty Seligman's PERMA model, positive emotion, relationships, meaning, and accomplishment. That took me to my, my trusted allies at Gallup and their well-being framework, where they said it's important to have career, so career social, financial, physical, and community goals. Then I went to my coach, Robert Bishwad-Diner, and his model of well-being called Genie, which is a balanced approach to well-being, which stands for goals, experience emotions, both good and bad emotions, by the way, novelty, and independence. And I thought, boy, that's deep. And then I had the opportunity to meet Navy SEAL and New York Times bestselling author Alden Mills. And we talked about his care, his care acronym, which is Connection achievement, respect, and empowerment. And that's how the Navy SEALs go through life with those vital missions in hand. And I started thinking to myself, all of these are wonderful, but none of them are specific enough for people like me who want it all, who want to thrive at work, really be the best at what I do, and have a thriving life outside of work. That took me on a trip to visit one of my best friends in Oahu in 2021. And as I entered the island, I was standing in an orchard by a national park. We were getting ready to go on a hike. And this really kind Hawaiian uh, woman came up to me and said aloha, handed me two mangoes that she had just gathered and taught me how to get the fruit out of them and extract the, the lovely flavors. And, and when she left, she said aloha. 
And this struck me and, and, and caused me to take a deeper dive into a traditional greeting. And when I did that, I found incredible meaning, both in the Hawaiian culture, but in this powerful world, aloha. This word aloha literally translated means breath of life. And it's a gift that the native Hawaiians offer you when you come to the island, aloha, when you enter the place, aloha, breath of life, have some. And then when you leave, aloha, it means please take this with you and give it to somebody else. So much so they believe in this that it's part of a like a state law. It's so beautiful. And aloha became this framework that I began to see as an opportunity to customize a well-being plan for an organization who wants to be the very best and have it all. And so as we begin, the aloha framework of well-being is simply an acronym. It stands for this achievement, legacy, others, health, and adventure. Let me explain. Achievement. We define achievement as doing hard things with success, typically by motivation, talent, and courage. When we can achieve, we can continue to move forward. We can gain momentum through our achievements, and momentum solves about 85% of the problems we have in life. John Maxwell taught me that. And so when we think about achievement, we think about do the next right thing. The first thing that happens when crisis ensues is we freeze. When we get stuck or when we get frozen, if we make that a permanent state, we lose all momentum. So I'm constantly telling people as a coach, what's the next right thing? Or at least asking the question, what's the next right thing to do? Why? Because I know achievement is vital to our whole health. The second element that I want to talk about is legacy. And legacy we defined as living your larger purpose to make a difference. Look, we all want to be clued into something bigger. And this is where the mission of our company really matters. Does the job you're performing today impact the mission that you're trying to accomplish together? And if you don't have enough emphasis on your mission or enough pride in your work, the two connections will never get made. But when you can begin to live for something greater than yourself, you will watch sparks fly and magic be created in your work. The next came at the heels of this pandemic and its others, because what was strained the most during this lockdown was relationships. And so we define others as cultivate relationships and building community, because work typically isn't a family. Let's just be honest about that. But it is a community. And we need community. We need other people. We need to work hard towards making a trusted friend at work so that we can connect with and have someone else along the journey with us. You know, there's that saying, you become the sum total of the five people that you hang around with the most. I believe there's some truth to that. I know it's not like statistically proven, but who I hang around with influences how I act and how I think. And so I think it's really important that we have a, 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 an category or an element for others in our life. And then we move on to health. And this is the big one. And we defined it as caring for the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. And I left them in there. And I know it's weird. It's like, Mark, isn't that a little um, eccentric to be talking about body, mind, and spirit with an organization and, and even with me on a podcast? And I'm like, no, no, it's not because this is what it means to be human. We have to care for each of those. And so we have to take care of our body. That's our platform from which everything else springs from. Our mind, our emotions have to be in check. That's why I'm always saying coaching, counseling, mentorship, all of that is so very valuable. And then our spirit. How is it that we coexist in this world and think about how we're connected to something larger than ourselves? And if you have nothing there, I would just say you need to seek. Go find. What is it for you? And in each of our 
own ways will experience all of those. And so health is a really big attribute of the framework, but it's just one of five. It's not the only one. And then finally, the last one, which is, I think, the biggest, and that's adventure. And we defined it as activating unusual or exciting growth opportunities outside of your comfort zone. Why this is important, because when we were in lockdown, we lacked adventure. And the natural fruits of that, we actually, at, at my work, guessed on, which became quiet quitting, the great resignation. Look, if the only thing, the only adventure we have in our life is beating the delivery truck to Costco so we can get a roll of, you know, a big thing of toilet paper, that's not adventure. <laughs> we're, we're never going to get excited about that. And that's the state we found ourselves in. And so what was the next easiest thing to do? was to find ways to get out of work or to find ways to find different work. And so we saw this mass exodus called the Great Resignation. And then we have this thing called quiet quitting, which is all a sign that people like us lack adventure in their lives. But when we can activate unusual or exciting growth opportunities outside of our comfort zone, because all growth happens outside of that, it never happens in, then everything can be possible for us. And by the way, what we're seeing now, uh, according to Sherm and other resources, Johnny Taylor in particular, we're seeing the great boomerang. So it's now that everybody quit their job because they were bored and they needed adventure and they quit their job. And then they realized, well, the grass isn't greener. I want to go back to my job. So we're seeing boomerang employees come back. So we need to be really aware that that was a fundamental breakdown in our capacity to have adventure in life, not because it was our fault, but because it was the way the world was, because of what we were dealing with. And so unlocking adventure in our life is vital. So you can see that each and every one of us can take a step closer to whole health by really experiencing the beautiful and powerful elements of aloha, achievement, legacy, others, health, and adventure. And when you can begin to set clear goals in each of those five categories, I really believe, and you got to hear me when I say this, that you and I can have it all. And friends, that together, we got this. And now it's your turn to get out there and thrive in life. If you've liked what you've learned, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have any questions about building your career and the many benefits of coaching, you can contact me by visiting markmathia.com. And until next week, I'm cheering for you. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.